Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. just start off by kind of how I found you. So yeah, I have been flipping furniture for more than like 20 years. And mm-hmm. so we are coming out with a new furniture flipping course. And so I'm always like finding furniture flippers online. TikTok mm-hmm. is something that's kind of new to me. Um, and then I was on there and I saw your name is actually what caught my attention first. I'm like, flip away 80K. What? Is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, oh my gosh, she is flipping furniture to get rid of debt. And so I was mm-hmm. just like, immediately I'm trying to message you. I'm like, I don't even know how to message on TikTok. <laughs> I'm just Instagram. I'm like, what? I, how do I get to this girl? So that's kind of how I found you. And I had to hear your story. So I'm super excited to have you here today. Oh, I'm so Um, happy to be here. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so exciting. So this is Amanda from Flip Away 80K. And I kind of just told you how I found her. She's on TikTok. You do have an Instagram account too, right? Yes. And that should be Flip Away 80K as well, I believe. Yes. Okay. All right. So you have to tell me, let's just dive into this. (laughs) How did this come about? Yeah, so um, I went to school for wildlife biology um, and graduated in 2014 with my degree in wildlife biology. Not too long afterwards, I started working for the Forest Service, um, kind of like in a front desk position and also doing educational programming. And then I moved up into the wildlife department and I've been working there for a couple of years, but it's always been seasonal and I've always been trying to get on more permanent. It can be a very competitive um, uh, field to be in. So a lot of the times I would just work seasonally and then in the off season, I would wait tables. Um, Usually I was working at the country club here uh, where I live and just doing banquet serving and event serving and things like that. And I was just doing whatever to make ends meet. (laughs) Um, And during that time, I also decided to go to graduate school. So from my bachelor's degree, I probably got maybe $40,000, $45,000 worth of student loans. And then um, I started to go to graduate school and added on probably another $20,000 from there. So I was probably at $65,000 for student loans of uh, undergraduate and then going to graduate school as well. Um, And when I got out and uh, decided not to finish my graduate degree. But when I got out of going to graduate school, um, the pandemic kind of started and uh, everything was just like, okay, well, I really have to start tackling these because all of that um, interest had built up from the time I had gotten out of my undergrad and then started graduate school. And all of that interest had been building to essentially um, a little over $80,000. I think I was at $80,900 something dollars um, when I started this. And uh, I really didn't know how to tackle it. I had discussed with my right. husband. Huh, go ahead. 
No, yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Just <laughs> yeah. so fascinating to me. Keep going, um, keep going. Yeah. So I had discussed with my husband um, because one of our goals is we don't want to be in debt. We want to put ourselves in a good financial situation. We definitely don't want to be taking on unnecessary debts. Um, I have a goal to pay for my next car completely in cash. Um, so we're trying to put ourselves in good financial situation, be able to put a down payment on a house and these student loans were just sitting there in the way. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, you know what, we got to figure out something to do with it. So my husband was gracious enough oh, to be like, my gosh, okay. Look, I'll, so you're, oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, was you're fine. Sorry. Um, your story is similar. Uh, I started flipping furniture just because we got married and then, um, we moved into our first house and I wanted to decorate it and I was so excited about it. And, but my, but our budget was like, uh, you're not going to just walk into stores and pay for whatever <laughs> is in the store to yeah. decorate your house. So I had to get creative. And so I started flipping per- furniture, painting furniture, and um, then it grew into so much more, but it, it led to us being debt-free as well. So I, that's so great. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, this story is just Oh my gosh. So amazing. How did you come up with the name? I mean, it's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually asked my TikTok followers, I had just posted a video on TikTok and it was my, this is my first day of flipping furniture until I can pay off my $80,000 worth of student loans. And I was not expecting it to blow up, but I got so much positive feedback from it. Like you never know what something's going to hit on TikTok. It's like hit or miss whenever you post something. So it blew up and I just got so many followers so quickly. And I was just like, I've got something going and I have no idea what to call this. So I asked a bunch of people and they gave me suggestions and I just kind of played around with it in my head. And I was like, you know what? I like rhyming and we're, we're essentially flipping away $80,000. So that's kind of where I came into the name of flip away 80 K. It is genius. Oh, I just, I love the name. Okay. So (laughs) thing. So let me, let's kind of rewind there. Have you always had, okay. Have you always had a TikTok account or did you start it for this? Um, I had the TikTok account before flip away 80 K I actually had a different name and I had just changed the name probably a couple of weeks ago, right before you found me to flip away 80 K because that's what my channel had become. Um, but I had just done some small, like I did a bathroom in my house. And so I did a little bit of a bathroom remodel video and I really, I only had, maybe a hundred, 150 followers. And I had only posted maybe six videos on there. So I really hadn't posted much on my TikTok, And I had actually stopped posting for a while until I came up with this idea of flipping furniture. And then I started making videos on it. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> okay. So see this TikTok thing, it just, it's, it's again, fascinating. Um, and you have grown, so then you're, you have grown like substantially in a short amount of time. Yeah, I think we're on day 53 right now and I am currently at 130,000 followers. Oh my goodness. Oh my, good for you. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's, it's definitely been a little overwhelming. (laughs) He can't even imagine. Oh my goodness. Okay. So the furniture flipping you, you're kind of doing this on the side. 
I of other jobs, right? Yeah. So, um, I work for the forest service still, and I work for the wildlife department. So I do that 40 hours a week. And then when I get off in the afternoons then I go flip furniture after work or on the weekends. Um, so it's kind of just going between, uh, working from home, doing data entry or going out into the field and uh, coming home and flipping furniture. Oh my goodness. And how how did you come up with, like, you know, when you were thinking about doing this or, you know, paying mm-hmm. off your debt, how, how did furniture flipping like come about? Why did you choose So, that? yeah, my husband and I had just um, moved into his grandparents' home. So they weren't able to stay in their home any longer. And we kind of moved in um, and we were going through the process of, uh, going through their things and helping them eliminate some of it. And so we had so much stuff, so much beautiful things, antiques. And I was like, you know what, we need to kind of get this stuff out of here. The family's not going to be holding on to it. Why don't I start an antique booth and put some of these things in the antique booth and see if maybe we can make a little bit of money off of them. So I opened up an antique booth. I think it was in March of this year. And we moved a lot of furniture and things into there. Um, but at that time, his grandparents took their bedroom set with them and we didn't have any furniture. We pretty much owned nothing except for uh, a mattress and I had a nightstand. And so we really needed some dressers and I was having such a hard time finding something um, because of the supply chain issues. And I was like, I have got to figure out how to get a dresser. And so um, one of my friends from Nashville, she's like, hey, there's someone who's got one on the side of the road here. I can pick it up for you if you guys want to come up and grab it. And I was like, yeah, definitely. So I came up and grabbed it. And that was essentially my first flip out of necessity. I needed a dresser and we drove up to Nashville and grabbed it. And, uh, and then I did that. And it was also one of the videos that I had posted before, uh, my flip away journey started. Oh my goodness. So then you knew like after that one that you were like, I can maybe do this and then, you know, pay off the debt. Yeah. I, I was thinking, oh, I could do this and put it in my antique booth. So that was the original thought is I needed larger pieces to put in the antique booth so that I could set some of the smaller items that I had on there. And so I was like, well, I could do furniture and put it in the antique booth. So I started doing that. And then one day my husband and I, Evan, had the discussion of, well, where can we gain some extra income to put on these student loans? The interest rate is paused right now. We want to be able to put down as much as we possibly can as quickly as possible. And I was like, well, um, I'm kind of already flipping furniture. So why not flip furniture to uh, increase our income and put it down on my student loans? Oh my gosh. So that's like, oh my gosh. So it wasn't a joke. Like this wasn't a joke. You were just like, I know I can do this. And this is, yeah. you know what I mean? It wasn't just like this, some fluke. You were just like, yep, this is what I can do. Oh my gosh. This is so, mm-hmm. this is so amazing. So can I, can you say how much you have paid off so far? Yeah. Um, so I have paid, I think we are just at $3,000, just a little over $3,000 in the 50 days that we've been doing this. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Will you, do you think you will continue flipping furniture after you've paid it off? Most likely. Yes. <laughs> I, think I, I think I enjoy it too much not to. <laughs> what? 
yes. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't know what, what you would say. It is so much fun. Oh my gosh. I've been doing it for years. So yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. And it's doable. See, this is why I want to, I want to talk to people like this that maybe haven't been doing it forever, just kind of started. And so just to encourage those people that are like, I know I could do this, but mm-hmm. I'm a little scared. What would you say to somebody that's, you know, like just starting out or thinking, I don't know if I can flip furniture. Uh, I, I feel like nobody should really be intimidated at it. it. Even if you make a mistake, if you can call it that you can always fix it. There's always a way to fix something. And it's also part of the learning process. Um, and it's such a fun, creative outlet. I have enjoyed it so much that I would say anybody who has a desire to try, should definitely try. You shouldn't be scared of making mistakes and, um, I've, I haven't had any issues trying to sell anything or, um, or get my name out there. So it's actually fun. So (laughs) (laughs) you are killing it. Oh my goodness. So do you only, so that all that kind of leads into another question. Do you only sell in your booth or do you sell, where else do you sell your pieces? So, um, I do have pieces in my booth, but my antique booth actually tends to have things sit in there longer. So for the most part, they tend to sit in my booth for about two months, if maybe a little bit more before I can sell a piece of furniture. So most of my furniture I sell on Facebook marketplace or offer up, and I've been switching into a different model. So I've created a Facebook group. Um, that's called Gilded Goods. And it is a essentially a selling page or a selling group for my items. So um, I'm putting together kind of curated collections that have a really loose theme. I'm offering a specific amount of items and they will essentially go live on Friday evenings. And then people can comment and say that they would like to purchase a piece. And I have smaller pieces and then also my furniture pieces. Um, and I'm looking into shipping them, uh, a little bit more since a lot of my followers are not local to me. Right. I I was going to just ask you that. So are you shipping or are you just local? I am going to try and ship. Um, I have just been local up until this point, but I am going to venture into the shipping just to kind of see how it goes. Um, I found a really cool company called Uship that yes. does a lot of packaging, yes. like yes. furniture packaging. So I think I'm going to try and see how uh, using them goes. Yes. Yes. I would definitely encourage that. I've had, um, I've talked to a lot of people like on Instagram because I'm just not cool enough for TikTok. Yet. <laughs> Don't say that. I didn't know anything when I started TikTok. <laughs> so on Instagram, we kind of have like a, like a group of people that we can kind of share ideas and stuff. And I've had people, um, I've talked to people inside my membership group and all of that, but you ship, I mean, the way they talk, I've only sold locally. So, mm-hmm. but the way they talk about you ship, it's, it's unbelievable. So, and you can sell your pieces for a lot more when you're yeah. shipping. So yes, definitely. Yes. Encourage you to check that out. I, I've heard good things as well. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to try and, and venture out into it. I've had so many people from across the country reach out and be like, I would love to purchase this piece. What? And it's been very interesting because I'm like, well, you're like all the way in California. How am I going to ship this to you? I'm in Tennessee. So, um, it's, it's been a little bit of a logistical, uh, 
acrobatics working, trying to figure out uh, how to get everything to line up correctly. Yes. Oh my gosh. But you're following. I mean, that's why social media and I encourage people when people say, do you have to have a social media following to flip furniture? No, you don't have to, but just like growing one and having one and having a presence. I mean, your audience and your customer base is just so much bigger. And yes. And they've actually been such a great resource for me to tap into. If ever I have a question about something or I mess something up and I need to figure out how to fix it, I can honestly ask my my followers and say, guys, what do I do? And they usually come in with so many different solutions. And it has been absolutely amazing the resources that other people have been able to offer me just from them following me on uh Oh on the journey. See, that's awesome. That so do you think do you have to have a thick skin to be on social media and like showing, you know, having a business on social media? Uh yes and no. Um I mean, you're always going to have people who comment. Um I've gotten some interesting ones. They like to either comment about my appearance or how I sound. Yeah. Um yeah. but for the most part, I mean, they're just either young kids or people who have nothing better to do. So, and it's really just the, the very minimal outliers. I almost never get mean comments. Everything is so encouraging. And, uh, half the time everybody else comes to my defense before I can even say anything. So (laughs) that has happened to me too. Yes. 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 I still encourage, I'm like, yes, get on social media. Still don't worry about that. It's few and far between in between. So Mm -hmm. yes, don't, don't let that like hold you back. Um, I would love to know what was your first video that went viral because you've grown so fast. Yes. Um, it was actually my first video for flipping, uh, my flipping video, which was surprising. Um, but since then I've had a couple go viral after that. I think the video that has the most views on it, um, is actually, Hold on. <laughs> Pulling up my TikTok here. Yes. Um, I think my video that has the most views on it is my day 33. Uh, oh, nope. That one's not it. It's uh, my day 29 video has 3.3 million views on it. Oh my yeah. <laughs> and I just like, whenever I hit over a million, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> um <laughs> But my first video, when I did my first video, it hit, let's see, where's that one at? Um, It hit 164,000 and I had never seen numbers like that before. I was just like, what? (laughs) Um, And I think I went from um, like just the 150 followers that I had to almost over 10,000 followers just from that one video. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? Oh, wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so when you did these videos, like just starting out, you did not think they were going viral. Like you did not no. expect this. Right. Yeah. I had no idea. I had posted videos before um, and nothing had like gotten any traction. And so I just, was doing it for fun. It was more of an accountability thing for myself, where if I post a video every single day of what I had to do to work on furniture for the day, then I am holding myself accountable to work on my furniture every day and get pieces done so that I can pay on my loans. 
Um, and it just kind of blew up right off the bat. And I was very surprised. That is just unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. That's awesome. So when you say day 29, day 33, you're just basically every day you are posting something about your furniture flipping journey. Yes. Um, and a lot of people, there are some people who don't quite like those videos. Um, they want to see from start to finish the complete product and in one video, and they don't want to look at like what I've been doing, but I have a lot of people who follow and it's essentially just like about the hard work that goes into it. It is not an immediate thing. There are hours that go into some pieces and mistakes that are made. And so my daily videos are just that they are what I've done that day to work on paying off my student loans. Oh my gosh. That is, that is so, that's just so good. Okay. So you're sharing everything. I love that. So we talked about, you do have an Instagram account. Are you like, do you have Facebook? Do you have YouTube? Do you have a website? Um, I do have a Facebook. Um, it is, there's a flip away Facebook page that is kind of just like my landing page. Um, and then I also have my gilded goods, uh, group for my selling group on Facebook. None of those have too much going on with them. I'm still trying to develop them, uh, trying to find the time to run the social media. Um, And then I have a a website that is just kind of, again, a landing page a lot of the time for TikTok followers if they need resources or have questions, um, which is flipaway.card, which is C-A-R-R-D.co. And, um, that's kind of just got a link to all my social media accounts on there links to products that I use when people ask me about them and, uh, resources for some of the other videos that I do as well. Okay. Okay. And are you, are companies and brands reaching out? Like, are you getting collaborations with companies and brands, affiliates with companies and brands? Um, I have had my first, uh, sponsorship, I guess you would say. Um, and I think uh, you also use this brand of sander. It's surf prep sanding. Yes. So um, they reached out to me. I think it was one of my followers who did it. They were, they sent them a message and were like, Hey, you really need to look at this girl. And so they sent me a message and reached out to me. So um, I'm working with them and uh, have an affiliate link through them. Yes. Yes. Cause there's so much when I'm teaching other people about this, I'm like, it's not just like think beyond just, you know, paint and flipping furniture. There's so many mm-hmm. other opportunities out there that, um, it's, and I didn't know it. So like you said, you're, you're learning through mistakes and all of that. And this business that came about, I mean, it was a hobby and something I did out of necessity that grew into so much more that I had no idea that all this was out here. So it's kind of, it's kind of exciting. And you are killing it. Well, thank you. I don't feel like that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But it was was flippers like you um, who really turned me on to a lot of the different products and techniques. There are so many great people on YouTube. And um, I do have a YouTube channel started, but I don't have any videos up yet. So (laughs) it's been kind of hard to to keep up with doing a daily TikTok and then also trying to think about how to film a YouTube video on top of that. So I do have goals to get there eventually, but as of right now, I'm still just trying to catch up with everything. Social media, it's like a full-time job on itself. It really is. It's it's crazy. So 
Yeah. And you're working full-time on top of that. <laughs> I've just kind of pulled in my sister at this point. She just moved um, back to Tennessee from living in Florida. And I was like, Hey, do you want to help me run my social media? And she's like, yeah, I can. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I kind of just pulled her into it and said, you don't have a choice. Yeah. You're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I need help. So help. So how do you, how do you, or where do you find pieces? I always get that question. Yeah. Uh, some of them I picked up off the side of the road just by happenstance as I've been driving around. I've seen pieces. Yes. They're some of my favorite (laughs) pieces sitting on the side of the road. Um, and then I've also gone through Facebook marketplace. If I'm specifically looking for something or a certain style, I will contact people on Facebook marketplace. And then one of my favorite things is to go thrift shopping. So I love hitting up like the restores and going to my local thrift stores. And I find some of the best pieces by going there. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. Oh, it's it is. so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then I end up uh, grabbing way more than I probably need yeah. to, but <laughs> you know that booth, I wish we had booths here like that. We just don't. Cause mm-hmm. I think it would be so much fun to, to be able to buy, you know, more stuff for a booth. I think that would just be so much fun. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far and uh, hopefully we can continue it going. But again, on top of everything else I've got going on, I'm like antique booths, flipping furniture, full-time job, trying to keep up with my house. (laughs) It's a little much. (laughs) Yes, that's a lot. And do you usually stay within a certain budget for buying pieces? (laughs) I do. Um, I almost never spend over $100 for a piece of furniture. And if I do spend over $100 on a piece of furniture, it's because I know that that specific style will sell well. Um, so like French provincial pieces for me usually sell really well. And I will tend to spend a little bit more on a French provincial piece, but, um, otherwise I try and keep it under a hundred dollars, maybe around 10 to 20 for like a nightstand or between 40 and 75 for a dresser. Um, and then some of my more expensive pieces around a hundred dollars, but I usually don't go over that. Yes. Yes. I agree. That's, and when people ask, what should I be paying? And I I think in every, depending on where you are and what's Mm -hmm. selling in your area, I mean, it it differs, but you definitely, once you start doing it, you definitely will know I can pay that for this. That one won't sell for that. You know, so Mm -hmm. you definitely, you definitely learn what. And I've hit a bunch of hiccups (laughs) where I've uh, (laughs) picked up with my pricing and I was like, well, I should have charged more for that. Or, uh, that's not going to sell for as much as I put into it. So you do learn a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What kind of pieces sell best for you? Um, honestly, my modern pieces have been selling best. I think a lot of people in the city that are close to me, um, are really liking mid-century modern pieces right now, but, um, anything that's like farmhouse or shabby chic is still in in the area. So I sell a lot of like white pieces, white and black pieces, gray toned pieces tend to sell a lot. But um, recently I've been doing a lot of like pops of color on pieces because I'm having fun creating accent pieces. So yes, the white, the neutral colors always sell. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, when I pick up the piece, it's like, I know if I paint this white, it'll sell tomorrow, but (laughs) (laughs) 
color. There's only so like, many pieces you can paint white. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, I just want to try this green paint color. And- <laughs> That's so funny. And what has been your biggest profit so far? Do you know? Um, I think my biggest profit has been around $200. I've only sold from now into this point around guessing seven pieces of furniture. Um, so I, I mean, in the past two months, I have only sold that much. Um, and so I think, yeah, to a, a little over $200 has been my biggest profit. And you've grown that much in this short of, I mean, it's just fascinating to me. Do you <laughs> set your goal too high? Um, I did at the beginning. I definitely did. I had watched one of my absolute favorite flippers on YouTube, which is furniture flipping teacher. And um, <laughs> she had okay, gotten did out I of lose you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, um, so I definitely set the goals no. too. Are you hearing me? Now I can hear you. Now I can hear okay. you. So. <laughs> um, I definitely set the gold too high for myself. Um, at the beginning, I had watched one of my favorite YouTube flippers, which is Furniture Flipping Teacher. And she had done a month where she flipped 20 pieces of furniture. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can definitely do that. Um, not realizing that she was out of school at that time and was not currently working in her teacher position and doing furniture. So I was like, I can do 20 pieces of furniture a month. And that is not a reality right now. So I definitely scaled it back quite a bit. Um, but when I do come to the end of my seasonal position this year with the forest service, I am going to try and delve into furniture flipping full time for the fall instead of going back to waitressing like I normally do. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. What have you, what do you, what have you learned through the flipping process? What are some things that you've learned through this? Oh goodness. Um, yes, it is a lot of fun. I, I really love it, but, um, just how creative you can be with it. There's honestly so many things that you can do with a piece of furniture and so many different techniques. It has been mind blowing to me, the amount of painting techniques that you can use for a piece of furniture and the tools that go along with it. Um, so honestly, I've learned quite a bit because I didn't know much about this when I started, that's what I love most. That's what I love encouraging <laughs> to somebody, you know, that just wants to try this. And I mean, you don't have to know it all before you no. start. So, and, and look at you. And I mean, it hasn't even been that long and you're just, you're going, it, I mean, it's just, I just see you going really far and getting this paid off really, really quick. Well, thank you. <laughs> what is one thing you wish you knew before you started? Um, trying to think. I wish that I knew how much time it can take. Sometimes I had this, uh, grand expectation of I'm going to knock out so many pieces so quickly. And sometimes the reality hits that it it's a labor of love. Sometimes it is going to take you a little bit longer. Um, and, uh, knowing, Oh, one of my things that I've 
definitely tell everybody now that I know is prep your pieces properly. (laughs) Um, Prepping is so important to make sure that you maintain the longevity of your piece. And I cannot emphasize enough to my followers to always prep your pieces. Don't be lazy because you can reap the consequences afterwards. (laughs) Yes. And then it's just more time and effort and money that you're putting into it. And yes. So yeah, I always say that too. And it's so funny how you said you wish you, you know, it, it takes a lot longer. I think that we live in this world where it's like you watch HGTV. Uh, My Mm -hmm. husband and I have started, we have flipped houses. And so I've taken my audience through the journey and it's not like on HGTV, you know, (laughs) but it's so amazing. (laughs) It's like usually just me and my husband. So it takes longer and it's the same with, yeah, it's just not just not as quick as you see it on TV or on YouTube or yeah. or even how quickly your followers get it. Cause a lot of the times in making content, it takes weeks of work to create one video or post. Yes. So yes, <laughs> good point. That's so true. How long do you think it will take you to pay off the debt? Um, so my goal was to pay it off in two years. Okay. I, don't know if I'll realistically be able to hit that. I am going to try my hardest to hit that. I think in reality, I'm probably going to be more around four years to be able to pay off the full $80,000. But the goal is to do it as quickly as possible. Yes, yes. yes. Um, And now that it's taken off and your response has been unbelievable, (laughs) where do you think, where do you see this going? Um, I really would love to continue doing my daily flips. Um, I would like to uh, do some education as well for people. I've gotten so many questions and people asking for consultations on stuff. And I would love to turn this into a a really thriving full-time business at some point, (laughs) um, eventually in the future. But as of right now, I'm just focusing on making it through. Day to day. Like, (laughs) you definitely can turn this into a full-fledged business and you've already got people, like your audience is just having that huge audience is such a huge, oh my gosh, benefit that, oh my gosh, I (laughs) I see great things for you. And it's been amazing. I, I tell them all the time. I'm like, I honestly don't know why you guys think I'm so entertaining. And they're like, be quiet. You are I'm like, thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. I think I have asked you all the questions that I had. I was just jotting a bunch of questions down. Is there anything else that you would tell somebody that would, I mean, any other advice that you would give somebody that would like to, to do this as a side hustle started as a business? open a booth? Um, I think that if you have the desire to go do it, you, you should really pursue it. I don't think you should let fears hold you back um, because there's just so much fun to be had with it. And if you have any inclination of wanting to thrift or do art on pieces of furniture or create a beautiful home for yourself. Even there's just so much you can do. Um, and the community has been amazing. Um, the amount of other flippers who have reached out to me, who have encouraged me, who have given me advice has been so welcoming and amazing. And I just feel like I learned so much. Yes. Yes. It's yes. It's like an amazing little, like a group of people. It's, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Okay. Tell us one more time where, where everybody can find you when they're listening to this. 
Yes. So my main platform is, of course, TikTok. Um, I usually post a daily video, and that is uh, FlipAway80K, all one word. So at FlipAway80K. Um, I think my Instagram is the same, FlipAway80K. And then um, I've got a FlipAway Facebook group, um, my Gilded Goods Facebook group. And then I have a FlipAway YouTube channel, which is up, but does not have any videos yet. So you're welcome to follow if you'd like, um, but there's no content on there yet. (laughs) We'll be following for sure. You need to teach me all the TikTok ways. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for getting on here and, and chit chatting with me. I just, I think your story is amazing. I think you are encouraging so many people. I just, I couldn't wait to talk to you. So I really appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much, Lindsay. It's been so fun. And I was very shocked when you reached out to me. So thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> yes. Hello friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast, follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.